welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. In this episode, I'm chatting with Joanna Hennen, a soul smart success mentor, about tuning into your intuition and listening to your inner self above the noise of the rest of the world. Joanna helps doers and thinkers become more intuitive so they can create the success they desire with less struggle and more ease. She has learned that you can achieve a lot through hard work and sheer determination, but you can achieve a lot more if you listen to your inner wisdom. She calls this being soul smart. So let's dive in and get started. Hi, Joanna. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yes, it's so great to be chatting with you today about intuition. I think this is such a great topic because I often say that astrology is like the blueprint of your intuition. And a lot of times when I do astrology readings, people start to realize that I'm just tuning into their intuition for them and telling them things that deep down they probably already knew, but they didn't give themselves permission to fully embrace yeah, I actually had a reading with you, um, I think a couple even. And I just I love that confirmation of, um, you know, of what the confirmation that you get from astrology, like it's, uh, it's even when you're intuitive, and you work with intuition, it's just nice to know that like, something proves it. <laughs> it's like written in the stars somewhere, you know? Definitely. To me, the greatest gift of astrology is that it teaches us that we can trust those inner nudges and those feelings that come to us and to know that we feel and we sense the things we do about ourselves and what we really want and what our true calling is for a reason. But like you're saying, it's we're not always able to see things from that bird's eye view perspective. And that's where astrology can come in to help confirm it for us yeah. so we can learn how to trust ourselves more in the future. But we all have intuition that we can tap into at any time to help us make decisions in alignment with our soul's calling. So let me just start off by asking you, Joanna, what led you to want to make it your mission to teach others about the concept of being soul smart, as you call it? And maybe you can explain what this really means, too. I'm like your typical overachiever, overthinker, really logical from a really straight logical background, you know, went through, I'm like, I have an academic background, you know, normal career. (laughs) And I reached a certain, you know, a certain level of success and I was pretty happy, but I felt like something was missing. And from like that moment when I realized something was missing, I was led through kind of a series of breadcrumbs to to explore certain things and that led me to the concept of intuition like it wasn't a concept that I was really familiar with I used to be really into like spiritual concepts and uh, past lives and kind of fun stuff like that but not the concept of intuition itself and I ended up taking an intuitive art class 
And it was there that kind of like I learned about myself and my own connection to intuition and my spiritual connection. Um, and I started channeling guides and like all this stuff started happening from that, you know, from that point of learning to uh, to tap into kind of my inner wisdom and, and be my true self. And I know those are like really vague terms. And uh, Soul Smart, in fact, came from that. I, I was really frustrated that those terms are so vague. You know, like it's all kind of well and good talking about trust and intuition, but like what happens when you're leading your everyday life and you don't really know what to do and you'd like more success and you're not like at your happiest and all these things. And, and so the concept of Soul Smart came to me and that was really in a nutshell tapping into the wisdom that you hold within you and using it every single day as part of your daily life, like adding it to your tools, you know, adding it to your logical self, adding it to your brain power, not as something separate that you do sometimes when you're feeling sad or in trouble of some kind, you know, but like every day so that it just becomes a part of you. Yeah, it's like using your heart and your brain in harmony. Exactly, exactly. Because I think like a lot of the spiritual stuff that people do, like it's considered as something separate. Yes. You know, like we, you have your normal day and then you have your spiritual practice. And Soul Smart is using that connection, that intuitive connection to, to just live your best life, to be happy every day, to like go to bed every day knowing that you had a really nice day and that you're actually enjoying your life. Like this is your life we're talking about. Why not live it in a way that, that really fulfills you? I think sometimes your intuition doesn't always make logical sense <laughs> and it can be hard to listen to it because of that. So how did you learn how to listen to your intuition? Has this been a difficult process for you? Just as difficult as I think anyone else who has learned to rely on logic, right? Because, and you know, and thinking things through and trying to figure stuff out. Because indeed, intuition doesn't always lead you in the most logical direction. My best example is the intuitive art course that I already mentioned. So I live in Belgium. And uh, one of the languages spoken here, one of the official, official languages is Flemish. And this course was in Flemish, which is a language I don't speak. Mm. And, and I felt like a really strong pull to taking the course, but I didn't speak the language. And I, went, I remember going to talk to them and saying, or with a translator, with a friend, <laughs> and saying, like, I feel like I need to take this, but I don't speak the language. And, and they agreed that this was definitely my path. Hmm. You know, so I would never like if I was relying on logic alone, I would never have taken a class like in a language I don't I don't speak like that just wouldn't have happened. So my whole journey was learning to to trust those those nudges and uh, and not letting logic override. So we can use logic to implement and to to make the guidance we receive actionable and practical so that it doesn't kind of stay in the realm of, of like, oh, that's really interesting. And then you put it in a drawer, but we don't let logic override the intuition. Yes. So tell me more about what you do today. I help people be more intuitive, <laughs> trust their intuition more. I help them translate intuitive guidance into stuff they can actually use. And I help them ultimately create their lives with intention. So I help them to enjoy every day. And it's not so much about 
you know, creating more success or doing more. It's about learning to experience success and you start where you are and you build from there. So I kind of, I, I help them kind of feel, feel better in their own skin and in their life. Yes. Beautiful. I'd love to go ahead and dive into your astrology chart now and talk more about how what you do is very apt for you based on your chart. And I know, like you said, you've had a reading with me before, so I'm sure none of this will be a surprise to you. So starting off with your sun sign, your sun is in Sagittarius in the second house of values, desires, and goal setting. So you yourself are very goal-driven. You always like to know where you're going and to have a plan on how you're going to get there. But you're also very good at widening others' perspectives of what is possible for them when it comes to reaching their goals and guiding them through that process using everything you've learned and you've been fascinated by along the way. That's totally, totally true. Yes, and then your moon is in Virgo in the 10th house of career and higher calling. So you like to be very efficient and practical and down to earth, but you also deeply care about serving others and making an impact through your career in a way that will help make other people's lives easier or more enjoyable or even more efficient on a day-to-day -day basis. That's kind of exactly what I just said, right? <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's written in the stars. <laughs> and then you are a Scorpio rising and Uranus is actually aligned with your rising sign. So your role is meant to be very unique and maybe even kind of eccentric or ahead of your time compared to other people you might find yourself surrounded by in your own everyday life. And you're really meant to help provide a transformation that helps others evolve to the next level of their conscious awareness in a very unconventional way, which is what you're doing when we compare this idea of intuition and soul smart into like the mainstream view of the world. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But hopefully it will become more normal. As time yeah, it'd be on. nice if I was considered a little bit less eccentric than I am now. <laughs> It can be a superpower, though. Who wants to be the same as everyone else? Totally. And you're meant to help create a new world by being different. Yeah. So the last part of your cosmic calling is your career zone. I'm going to go for the whole thing today, <laughs> which starts in Leo, and it goes into a lot of Virgo. So the way that you're meant to do this job of transforming others' level of conscious awareness is by standing up as a leader and being a good example others can look up to as you also work to help them overcome blocks and challenges that are getting in the way of them embracing the brightest, boldest version of themselves. Very cool. So that is your chart and that's what you're doing. It is. It's so amazing um, how it totally... Like it totally matches, doesn't it? I mean, we shouldn't really be surprised, <laughs> but I still love it. Like when, um, when things like this match up, you know? Yes, definitely. I love how there's the practical side and the spiritual side in such beautiful harmony, which is reflected in what you do as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really like the, the standing up as a leader part as well. Like I think I talk about soul smart leadership as well a lot because you know like all of us I care about the future of the world and I see that our leaders kind of aren't as um 
as powerful, as strong, I guess is the word, um, as they used to be. And so, you know, people are kind of losing faith in their leaders as well. And, and so I think like this is really the time for everybody to step up and soul smart leadership is all about recognizing that you are a leader. Like you don't need to be standing in front of a crowd of people and speaking to be a leader. You are a leader just by leading by example. When you rise, you give other people uh, the opportunity to see what's possible and to rise as well. And that can be within your family, within your community, within your office, anywhere. It doesn't have to be, it's a shared leadership model. It's not one person in front and everybody else follows. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, too, about the idea of our leaders not always working in our best interests and how that can actually be a good thing, which is kind of weird to look at it that way. But it's teaching us that we can't just depend on other people to change the world for us. And it's through your intuition that you're able to realize, huh, that doesn't really feel right to me. So I think I'm going to do something else or something different or promote a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where that inner connection comes in. And uh, yeah, and whenever like you feel that nudge <laughs> to go a different way, that's that's your intuition talking. Mm-hmm. So let's talk more about this idea of harnessing our intuition and listening to our inner wisdom. So first of all, why would we want to do this in the first place? Besides the things that we've mentioned, what are some other situations or circumstances that this is the most useful for? It's useful for everything. It influences everything. Like I am so passionate about this because I really think the world would be a totally different place if each person learned to take charge of their own energy and their own wisdom and their own connection. And, you know, and if they acted from that space. So intuition, your, your intuitive connection, it's your, it's your connection to your higher self. So it's, it's your connection to the part of you that knows why you were born into this lifetime, that knows what your purpose is, that knows what the path is, that knows your full potential, that knows what's possible. And so by tapping into this, you are letting that part of you that has this higher perspective, this wider perspective, you're letting it steer you towards more, you know, joy and happiness and love and all the good stuff. So aligning with intuition is aligning with your higher self. It's allowing yourself to be more in that energy of, um, of flow than, um, than hardship. And so that'll influence everything in your life. Like success will be easier. You'll feel happier every day. You'll be more confident. Um, you'll believe that you can you know, that in yourself and your abilities, you'll trust yourself, you'll stop second guessing. It has, you know, the applications are really infinite. Yeah, and relationships and in your workplace, there's so many ways and reasons why this is so important. Yeah, because it's a focus on you, right? Like intuition isn't some kind of like external thing, like a skill to master. Learning to work with your intuition is like learning to work with yourself. It's getting to know yourself first, like learning, you know, what you like, what you don't like, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, accepting that, and then going from there. So it's like, it's like, it has to have repercussions in every single area of your life because it's like every single area of your life is influenced by you and your energy, obviously. Um, So it, it makes sense. Mm, yes. 
Are there any particular techniques or methods that you would recommend on how we can practice honing our intuition more? Yeah, so I started with oracle cards. And this remains my favorite way to recommend to people. So I started by buying an an oracle card deck and pulling a card every day. Every morning, I would pull a card just asking, like, what, what is my message for today? And then at the end of the day, I would see how that played out. If whether what I thought the message meant uh, in the morning was really what it meant in the evenings or has my perspective changed. And so, so I kind of started doing that and I started doing it for other people and I got into a habit. So if you want to start connecting in, that's a really fun way to start because Oracle cards are easy to use. They're widely accessible. You can get them on Amazon and they're, they're just a really fun way. Yes. Is there anything else we can do? Anything that kind of brings you back to yourself, you know? So journaling is another one that's just, you know, a very simple way of, of being with yourself. Meditation is another one. Like if you have a question, you can meditate on it. So you can close your eyes and kind of, you know, and kind of make a, go into that space of peace and calm, or you can get your journal and write it out and just start writing and see what comes through. Another way that I really like is um, because, you know, I'm trained in intuitive art, as I said, originally. Um, So I kind of go back to that. So um, in the, in the groups that I run, we do a lot of work with intuitive art, with uh, dream boards, with collaging with um, drawing mandalas, for example, it's a great way to stop the mind, you know, stop the mind chatter and let that wisdom really flow through. And if you don't want to draw or cut and stick, then you can always color. Coloring is a really nice way of a question or a topic that you would like some guidance on. Just get a coloring book or a coloring page, write the, the topic or question at the top of the page and color and see what comes through. Just take note of any ideas or memories or thoughts or whatever comes through. And that's your guidance. After you're done coloring, you can interpret that and see how to, you know, how to move forward based on that guidance. Awesome. Yeah. I went to see an energy healer one time and she picked an Oracle card for me. And the the message of the card was to say that I should journal more. And I've grown up journaling. I journal a lot. But for some reason at that time in my life, I hadn't been doing it as much. And so I started journaling every day after that. And I was noticing all these patterns of things that were making me upset every single day. And it was actually kind of scary to listen to my intuition for a very long time because it was telling me things that I maybe didn't really want to hear because I wasn't really ready to act on what I was hearing. And I had heard the same message for about four years regarding a relationship I was in and I knew and I knew and I knew and then finally I had journaled enough days in a row about the same thing that was like making me so upset that I finally had the courage to listen to it. And that was a really powerful way for me to just see my intuition laid out. So it's not just like floating around in my brain and making me go crazy, but it's out on paper. It's kind of like an astrology chart. It's just written out. You can't like argue with what you see on the page. Wow, that's, uh, that's really amazing. And like, well done for for, you know, going through that not quitting on day two. You know? <laughs> like, no, nobody wants to hear stuff they don't want to hear, of course. So um 
that's uh, that's really great that you went through the process and and yeah journaling makes it really real and it's still really private obviously like you don't have to show your journal to anybody so it's really just a conversation with yourself I think that was part of the reason why I stopped is because I would be like writing in my journal and my partner at the time was like, are you writing about me? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I got to write something somewhere. And so I find that if you have that problem where people around you maybe are kind of weary of your journaling, you could do it on the computer. There's many websites or just you can open up a word file or pages or whatever you have and you can journal that way too. Yeah, definitely. And um, and in, yeah, in that case, maybe coloring would be <laughs> yeah. an option as well, because it's, uh, yeah, maybe nobody would question. Oh, no, maybe people would question if, uh, if, if grown ups started coloring all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I love the coloring craze with adult <laughs> coloring books. Yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> yeah, so I think the, the main point is about bringing awareness to what's going on for you because otherwise if we don't connect with intuition uh, with ourselves so when we say connect with intuition it's connecting with yourself right and if we don't do that then we end up sweeping a lot of stuff under the carpet or just ignoring stuff or as you said not noticing patterns so if you're adding um, an intuitive practice of some kind to your life what it's going to do is bring awareness to what's happening for you so that you can change it. Right. So again, there's this element of, of smart, of soul smart, where you actually do something based on the guidance that you receive. Yes. I was watching a documentary the other day. It's called Missing Links. It's on the Gaia network at Gaia.com. And they're talking about the heart-brain connection and how we actually have neurons in our heart. So you can literally think with your heart. And to me, that makes me think of you're listening to your intuition. Oh, yeah, for, uh, for sure. Absolutely. Your body feel like you can feel it in your body, but you don't always trust it, right? So this is something that that this is what requires the practice, because like it's all well and good to talk about it, and we can say that you know we know about intuition and we work with intuition, but if you don't actually trust it enough to move on it, so like if you get this feeling about somebody, and based on that information you stop seeing them. That's the point, right? So that you can take care of your own energy and not put yourself in situations that are wrong for you. And it's that, it's that trust that I think most people yeah. um, have a problem with. It's not the actual hearing the messages. It's like the listening to and following up on. Yes. And trusting yourself that you know, deep down what the truth is. Yeah, that's I mean, that's just drives me crazy. Like, because when you think about it, like we're conditioned and taught from our earlier year for earliest years, like that we that we don't know that somebody else knows better, right? Your parents know better, your teachers know better, your community leaders, your everybody else knows better. Nobody's actually taught to listen to their own knowing. And that's just so wrong. That stays with us forever and ever. And so it's like unlearning a whole bunch of stuff that has been kind of thrust upon us almost our entire lives. And that that can be quite challenging. Yes, that's such a good point. I think one of the most common questions people seem to have about intuition is that you might wonder how you can tell if you're really hearing your intuition correctly. 
So do you have any tips on how we can distinguish the voice of our intuition versus maybe the voice of fear or worry or the ego or something else that might kind of cloud our understanding of what our intuition might be trying to tell us? First of all, I think it's really important to understand that like if you're just starting out intentionally listening out for your intuition and learning to trust it, then don't, you know, you don't need to like expect super results right away. Like it takes time. It's, it's like a relationship. You're basically deepening the relationship with yourself and like any relationship that's going to take a bit of time you know, with practice, you'll learn to distinguish the voice of your intuition over other voices. And it's okay, totally, totally okay if you can't distinguish, you know, very well right now. So, you know, start where you are and you'll get better if you commit uh, to practicing this skill. And as for the actual distinguishing, I would say, you know, what you can look at is how things feel, whether they feel expansive, like you're growing, like you're learning, or whether they feel kind of constricting in your body. And you'll, once you kind of start playing with these concepts, you'll, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> but intuition, the voice of your higher self will always lead you to joy, to love, to those higher vibrations. And fear will obviously lead you to lower vibrations of more fear. So you know, you, you can tell whether you're making a decision based on love or based on fear. Like those, those two energies are very, very different. And you will be able to feel when something feels good in your body. Like it's, you know, you'll be able to feel kind of that excitement, that higher energy, rather than the, the kind of I want to hide energy of, of fear. One thing I will say about that is that is it's not just about things feeling good because if you focus only on things that feel good you'll most likely just stay in your comfort zone right so things need to, your intuition will lead you to grow to stretch to expand to step into the the more the more success the more joy the more love whatever it is that you desire and for that to happen that stretching needs to happen as well that can't happen if you just stay in your comfort zone. So let's just not, just a little note, because a lot of people confuse that and just end up doing only the things that feel good and comfortable. And that just leads to, um, doesn't lead to growth. That's such a good point. Yes, definitely. And I think this is such a good concept for finding your calling too, because your calling is going to be expansive. It might scare you. <laughs> definitely, it can scare you because it's scary to think of yourself as being this really powerful being and able to have these amazing gifts and harness them. For some reason, that scares us. But your intuition is ultimately what's going to take you to finding your calling is listening because it's something that only you have within you. And astrology can definitely help. But in terms of the specifics on how to do that or how it's meant to feel, that's something that you do need to kind of tap into within yourself. And you know you found it because it feels really expansive, as you were saying, in your heart, in your soul. Yeah, and it gives you joy. You know, it's it's exciting and joyful, and um, yeah, and and just feels like meaningful and purposeful. That's how we all want to feel, right? Hmm. What have you seen happen for the people that you work with when they start to listen to their intuition more? Oh my goodness, all sorts of things, <laughs> all sorts of good things. A lot of flow. 
So it's like when we, when we listen to intuition, we align with that higher self, which means that we kind of get out of the way. Like your soul, which is what you're connecting to when you're connecting to intuition, like that's the part of you that knows the way. You have a desire, which means that desire is totally possible for you. And the soul knows the way to that desire. It's actually really, really simple. And then we make it really complicated by you know, being all like, Oh, I'm not ready. And I'm not good enough. And I don't know enough. And how, you know, I could never and all that stuff. And I kind of describe it as a, as the soul, you know, going towards this, this dream or this big desire. And it's like dragging you like a sack of potatoes. And you're like, no, (laughs) I'm not ready. Maybe tomorrow. (laughs) And so that's, you know, that's when you, when you listen to the intuition, when you listen to that connection, you get out of the way and things flow. When you commit to allowing yourself to being steered in this way, to being led, to to follow those nudges, to actually follow up on on that guidance with practical action, you get out of the way and things flow and opportunities fall into your lap and things you never thought possible suddenly seem possible. And, you know, and people get new jobs and... I have an actress client who just got uh, a, a role on on a TV show. You know, people start finish writing their books. Like things just happen. You get, you know, you earn more money. Like things just flow in a totally different way, and you find that ease of life that you're probably not used to feeling because we're we're all used to glorifying hardship and struggle over ease. It kind of reminds me of my story before where the like listening to my intuition was actually very inconvenient because a lot of things needed to change. But I'm so glad I listened because ultimately listening to the voice of my intuition was leading me into more openness and flow and allowing me to receive more than I possibly imagined that I could. But I couldn't see that with my limited viewpoint of the world. So like listening to that, even when it doesn't make total sense, it's not totally convenient. It's good because your soul knows more than you do. Your higher self sees a wider view of your life and where you're meant to be and what you're capable of. So I think that's another side of it when we talk about trusting it to trusting that your intuition might know more than your logical mind does. In fact, it probably does. Oh, for sure. Not even probably like most definitely, (laughs) most definitely, because we don't, you know, it's not coming from that same uh, space of, of, of social conditioning and, and physical limitation that we have here in the, in the space we live in. So it for sure knows more and for sure knows um, what's possible. And I mean, you don't have to be going for big dreams and all this stuff, right? Like if you're perfectly happy, then that's great. But if there's something more that you desire to experience, um, then if you allow your intuitive connection to, to steer you, it'll just start happening in, a, in really magical ways. Really magical stuff can happen. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to share about this subject of listening to our inner wisdom? I think just to start. So if you're listening to this and you don't have any kind of practice for connecting in with your inner wisdom, um, then please just start, you know, starting tomorrow, put 10 minutes in your calendar every day 
to journal or meditate or color or, you know, pull Oracle cards, whatever it is that, that, you know, whatever that method is that pulls you in or anything else that you hear people talking about, you know, the method doesn't matter. It's just you actually making space for that connection and just start with, you know, five, 10 minutes a day and you'll see quite quickly that it makes a huge, huge, huge difference to, to your life. Mm, yes. I think too, when you have a decision to make, instead of going into your logical brain right away, like get quiet and breathe and go to your heart. And what does your heart feel? And what does your heart think? (laughs) And that can be a really good way of honing it too. So thank you so much, Joanna. How can people work with you if they'd like to learn more about being soul smart and harnessing their intuition and getting more in tune with their soul's desires to create more success and flow in their life and career. So if you want to know more, you can uh, visit my website at joannahennon.com. Um, and uh, yeah, and while you're on, on my website, feel free to, uh, to sign up to uh, my newsletter list. I send out a message every Monday that will, you know, that will help you kind of start <laughs> listening to, to guidance and start seeing how guidance shows up Uh, in your life as well. And if you want to ask me any questions, just feel free to look me up on any social media. I'm always happy to, to receive messages and questions. Amazing. Thank you so much. This is such an important subject, maybe even the most important subject we've ever talked about. It seems so simple, but it really does affect so many parts of your life and it allows you to step into your power. And there's so many amazing benefits that come from, you know, using your intuition to guide you. And I'm so glad that you could come on to share more about this with us. I'm so happy as well. And thank you for having me. And I agree, like the more people, you know, realize that this is really their superpower, the better this world is going to be. Before we close out this episode, I'd love to have you share a quote that has really inspired you. So I'm going to share my favorite quote (laughs) ever. (laughs) Because as I said, you know, intuition for me is important because it helps us to create our lives with intention. So I used to be very kind of, uh, when I was younger, very stuck in kind of victim mentality and things were happening to me and I had no control and it was kind of a sad, miserable time of my life. And one of my favorite quotes that illustrates what's actually possible for us is one by Henry Ford. And he said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. If you'd like to learn more about Joanna and her work, you can visit joannahennon.com or look at joining her membership community, The Soul Space, at joannahennon.com slash soul space, as well as find her on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to get Joanna's mini course on setting powerful intentions, a free manifesting checklist, and more, you can become a patron of the podcast by signing up as a stellar supporter at patreon.com slash thecosmiccalling. For complete episode show notes and all of these links and the ones mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 44. 
For more information on astrology readings, reports, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling wherever you love to listen. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading or report. In our next episode, we're finishing off Season 1 of The Cosmic Calling with the monthly forecast for May. More details on that soon.